For more resources, visit rymonline.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. Hello everyone, this is John Parrott, and you're listening to The Local Youth Worker, a daily podcast presented by Reformed Youth Ministries. Uh, if you've listened before, we typically interview uh, youth workers and we ask them some basic five questions. But today, I've got Reverend John Stone with us and we'll ask him some more pastoral type questions. Um, John, welcome to the show. Good to be on the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for making the time. Um, John, I know you were the RUF minister at Bellhaven College at the time, right? Yeah. Bellhaven University. Yes. And then University of Tennessee. In Knoxville. That's correct. Yeah. Um, did you did you do any youth work prior to that? You know, almost did youth work prior to that. When I was in seminary, um, I got invited to come be the youth, like the part time youth pastor at PCA Church in Godfrey, Illinois. Okay. And two weeks after I started the Bible study, the pastor resigned because his mother had health issues. Oh man! And so I became the pastor of that church. While I was in seminary. Wow. So I went right past it. Yeah, I never, I never, my opportunity youth ministry was lost to like a full-time gig that I really didn't need when I was in seminary. Wow. So two weeks of youth ministry and then senior pastor right after that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, I mean, I was the stated supply. I think I was, their old guy was a great pastor. He's really faithful. I'm not sure he was that lively in the pulpit. And so they had a young seminarian single yeah. who told stories, and I think they liked the change of pace, so they just kept me there for about okay. three, two and a half years, yeah. Wow, okay. It's crazy bad experience. Don't do that. That's <laughs> not the way to do it. I mean, I learned a ton. But I'm sure. Yeah. All right, so look, before we get to the first question, why don't you just tell us your, your wife, family, all that all that stuff. And what sure. You're um, married to Marissa, who was uh, grew up in Tupelo, Mississippi, a graduate of Ole Miss, Got her master's from there, too, in English. And we got married after I finished seminary with the Covenant Seminary after matriculating from Clemson. Go Tigers. We beat Alabama. And, uh, <laughs> we'll have to edit that out. Yeah, we got married. And uh, we have three daughters. We have Sarah, who's 21, and it'll be a senior at UT in nursing, and Catherine, who's a sophomore at UT, both UT Knoxville, who's in animal science. And then... Um, Mary Simpson will be a senior in high school, West High School in Knoxville. She's actually here this week. So three daughters. We lived in Knoxville for 20 years. After I was on campus at Bellhaven and UT in Knoxville for 11 years, I've been the assistant coordinator, which would sort of be the same thing as the vice president for REF National, not just a region, but the whole thing for the last 14 and a half years. And uh, and now transitioning to a new job. So in a lot of ways... You know, I come at this podcast today as a father who's watched his children navigate youth group. Oh, and yeah. Like, um, we've been in two churches. We were in a mega church, Cedar Springs, <laughs> and now we've been in a church plant for 10 years. So we okay. sort of had the really... Both ends of the spectrum there. Yeah, and just had tons of churches want me to interview, like, give me names for youth pastors and all this because of my connection to RUF and knowing all these people. Yeah. 
That's good. Well, well like I said um, at the outset, we typically ask five basic questions okay. of, of youth workers, but yours, as you just said, are going to be a little different. So the first one is what's some advice you would give youth workers, uh, you know, specifically in reference to their interaction with senior pastors, um, things they should do or, or shouldn't do to, to just kind of foster those relationships better? Um, gosh, I got a lot of advice on this one, and I will tell you right now, I'm nonlinear. So some of this, <laughs> will, be, some of this will be around, around the corner. Please um, do it. I think any young youth pastor, whether he's been to seminary or not, but I would lean into those who've been to seminary here in this answer more than those who have not, is you have to listen to your senior pastor. Um, I, I think just, you know, one of the benefits of being in RUF and working in 50 states and in so many presbyteries mm-hmm. is you recognize so many, you know, youth ministry is just frustrating from an organ, organizational standpoint for churches. Because I think churches, and I understand this, this is what my church wants. We want somebody reaching out to high schools. We want somebody reaching out to the kids who come to church. Mm-hmm. And we want those reaching out to the kids who come to church who don't come to church. And um, it's just easy for the pastor and the youth pastor to get crossways. I realize it's easy for a pastor and sister pastor. But, you know, the youth worker is really critical to the pastor because he's dealing with the children of the church. Oh, yeah. And when you don't make those children happy, the pastor's going to take heat. Hmm. So, I mean, you really need to come into any job listening to the pastor. Um, and I would say even as you interview, make sure in a good way, not in a, that you sit with the pastor alone and say, what is your vision? Mm-hmm. What do you want? What is the history here? You know, um, because I think figuring out, this may be an answer to another question, but figuring out what's really can be accomplished in the youth group of any particular church is the challenge. Mm-hmm. And, um, and if you've got a veteran pastor and you're a new youth guy, that means there's a youth guy before you. Yeah. yeah. You either got fired or went to seminary or both. And um, I don't know why. I think it's easy because you're dealing with the youth to sort of see the pastor as the problem. He's just kind of getting in the way. If he gets out of the way, and I can just do a ministry. little bit. Well, you know, he doesn't understand youth, and he's you know he's heck, he's forty seven, and these kids are fourteen, and they Snapchat and they they Instagram. And he doesn't. That's normal. But it's easy for those two relationships. We send you out to really get to know youth culture. And he really knows adult culture. It's just really easy for those two to get, not on different pages and not doing different plots of ministry, but just to be two perspectives on what the church needs. And so yeah. the youth pastor has got to listen to the pastor. Okay. Um, it could be in your church, and you'll figure this out, really you got to listen to some particular ruling elder who's really no who's really into youth ministry right but it's somebody you got to listen to that my advice is listen to them my second piece of advice is you don't know what you don't know that's right you just don't know what you don't know so um you don't understand the pressure he's under you have a ton of pressure as a youth pastor you have a ton of pressure and he has a ton of pressure but you don't know what that pressure is you don't don't assume you know what he's thinking. Don't assume you know what he's going through. Um, 
be humble enough to admit that you don't know what you don't know. Yeah, that's good advice. And, and I know too, I know some friends that are in some churches where they have an excellent relationship with the senior pastor, some where they feel like they don't really, that the relationship's kind of non-existent, that they try to maybe pursue that relationship with the senior pastor kind of keeps them at a distance. So I guess some advice for, for some youth workers that do sincerely want to be mentored by the senior pastor, want to pursue the senior pastor, but they also don't want to, you know, just annoy him and get on his nerves. So what's some advice of, of them trying to pursue that relationship, but also respecting the senior pastor, knowing he's got a lot on his plate? Um, just some practical advice on how to pursue that relationship or deepen it. Well, um, that's a great question. I think the first thing I'd say to that is, not every senior pastor can mentor people. So not every senior pastor is the same. Yeah. So generally in ministry, if you're successful, you work from one of... seems to me that most of us in ministry, whether we're in, in church, parachurch, but who do ministry, either are upfront people, large group people, or we're small group people. We just really know how to run small groups mm -hmm. and do community... Or we're really one-on-one, sort of counselor, disciple people. Yeah. Nobody's all three. Don't lie to yourself. <laughs> no one's all three. Well, you may have a senior pastor who's not great at one-on-one. -on -one. He's great in the pulpit. People really grow under his preaching. And he may organize the church well. Um, he may feel like he's got the 12 disciples he can mentor or the session and the, you know, the diaconate. Mm -hmm. And he just doesn't have time for you. And that's just where people are. Yeah. Um, so you can't expect, even though it's a legitimate longing, that every church you take, everybody you work with can mentor you. It's, it's okay to want it, but you just got to be prepared to realize he can't give it. Mm -hmm. um, That's good advice. And so I think sometimes you'll end up getting mentored by a 55-year-old woman who's married in the church who's run the youth group for 15 years, right? That's right. That's she's right. just been around the block or her husband, and th they're the ones that sort of know how the church works and help you. But, um, I mean, in my own job when I was over, I mean, especially the larger the church gets, in some ways, and I don't know this illustration will work for everybody, it's, it's sort of like being a college football coach. No college football coach any longer knows everything going on. Hmm. I was watching an interview with Clemson, who was in that championship last year. The defensive coordinators ask a question about the starting right defensive tackle that everybody in America knows about. He's like, he tweaked his ankle last week, and his response was, he tweaked his ankle last week? Like, he's the linebacker and the defensive coordinator. He didn't know he tweaked his ankle, right? They subbed him out. They got his ankle taped. He got back in. He's calling plays. You gotta own that, especially in bigger churches. You gotta look multiple places for mentoring. And after you get it, give yourself to it. Yeah. You know, and and make sure that if you want to be mentored, if he says, "Look, I can play golf with you on Friday," and you don't play golf, pick up a pair of sticks or or or, or just go walk with him. Right. Drive his car for him. Yeah. Figure out how to fit into his life. Um. Because, again, I think it is incredibly difficult, and we're all there at 27 to 37, to understand what 47 to 57-year-olds face. Mm -hmm. Or even as a 27-year-old facing what a 35-year-old with his fourth kid halfway through a church plant faces. Oh, yeah. And so um, I, I just don't know that you can expect— you're, you, 
The mentoring in my life, as I look back, I'm 52, I can't, there's a lot more to live. It's just been in strange places. Hmm. Um, just found good advice, good leadership, like in, in crazy weird places. Yeah, that's good. Though. I mean, that's helpful. Just, I mean, you, you talking about the importance of the, the youth worker to be on the same page with the senior pastor, um, to be humble, to know they don't have it all figured out. And if they're not able to, you know, get that one-on-one mentorship from the senior pastor to, to find it in some way and to, to not necessarily get offended by it because everyone does have their gifts. And sometimes, like you said, the senior pastors aren't going to be able to do the one-on-one ministry or have the time to do it. I mean, if they're in church planning, they obviously have a lot on their plate or a large group or a large member church. So um, that's helpful advice. I always remember that the senior pastor has at home children and a tired wife, mm-hmm. and he's not making enough money. Amen to that. (laughs) That's good advice. Thanks, Sean. (laughs)